Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com thrive. That's E-C-K. F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Dr. Janelle Kim. She is founder and master herbologist at JBK Wellness Labs. We're going to learn a little bit about her background in medicine, in Eastern medicine, and the work that she's been doing in healthcare and in luxury brands and working with CBD and other products. Fascinating conversation. I always love learning about different kind of histories and approaches to the cannabis space. And as I think many people know, cannabis has long histories in many cultures, in many disciplines. And it's just exciting now that the cannabis interest is taking off in the U.S. and really internationally uh, that we're having the chance to bring those in and part of the evolution of the industry, part of the discussion, part of the knowledge base. So excited to have this. Janelle, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Bruce, for having me. It's, it's wonderful to be here. Yeah. So let's, I always liked learning kind of about backgrounds and how people got into the cannabis space and, and particularly with your background, you know, as uh, as a doctor and, and having a long legacy in, in medicine. Tell us a little bit about how professionally, how you kind of developed your expertise and then how kind of cannabis played a role in that and how that's really kind of transformed and developed over the last five, six, seven years as the cannabis business has really kind of taking off from a commercial point of view in the U.S.? 
Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful place to start. I think that our, my story, our story at JBK Wellness Labs is a little different from the norm, which is, you know, we started, so I suppose I should actually start. My background is in traditional oriental medicine. I have my doctorate in Chinese medicine, acupuncture. I like to call it traditional oriental medicine because I come from a long lineage from Korea of doctors and herbologists who ultimately dedicated their lives over many centuries to understanding the human condition and the ways with which our beautiful botanicals and herbal ingredients can make us have the most optimal condition possible because what is more important than our health. So I always love to start there because I have so much gratitude towards all that has come before us. And so that's why I say traditional oriental medicine. (laughs) And so this certainly relates and it's basically how we got involved in this industry, the CBD or cannabis industry because way back in 2012, (laughs) doesn't seem so long ago, but we know in this industry, that's pretty long ago. Some of the pioneers of the industry as we know them today, keep our confidentiality with our our clients. But they came to us because they knew they've heard of us. We have basically been in the health, beauty, wellness industry for almost 20 years now at the forefront of natural products, herbal medicine. You know, we created products for your high-end spas, Ritz-Carlton, Four Seasons, Mandarin Oriental, Nordstrom, Zoom, Marcus, Whole Foods. So I'm grateful for all of that because it gave us such a different perspective on all of these different industries and how to kind of break through some of these initial barriers. Like, can you even imagine there was a time where natural products were not the greatest thing or not even that well known. It seems crazy, right? And so we kind of made a name for ourselves through our credibility and basically people trusting our expertise in proper formulation, understanding of herbal medicine and natural medicine. And so some of the pioneers of the CBD industry, you know, had heard of us, I'm sure through the grapevine. And they basically called my lab. And I remember getting a call from my partner and my husband, Craig Nandu, one day. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, Janelle, something interesting happened today. This particular company came in and asked if we would help them with this certain ingredient, CBD. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, Bruce, I hung up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way too busy for this. I don't know what their purpose is. not, Not right now. Thank you. And the funny part about this is I feel and what I speak around the world about when it comes to CBD and cannabis hemp is this ingredient I feel very secure and comfortable with. You know, it has existed in Chinese medicine and oriental medicine and other ancient medical systems for, you know, at least over 4,000 years, Mm -hmm. right? One One of the four founders of herbal medicine, botanical medicine, so really all medicine is an emperor Shen Nang. And he was back in, you know, approximately 2737 BC Mm -hmm. or BCE, right? And so that's how far back this ingredient goes. And so in Eastern medicine, we're very comfortable with this herb. But when these people came to our lab to ask, I did not know what their what their purpose was. You know, as we briefly discussed, I have two young children. At the time I had one, (laughs) you know, I didn't know what the stigmas were, so on and so forth, right? So I said to to Craig, no, thank you. And they came back and he called me again. Mm -hmm. And then he told me a little bit more about what they were doing specifically for children with seizures at the time. When I saw that, I thought to myself, okay, (laughs) you know, I've already, to the best way to describe it, you know, basically devoted myself to the best of my ability to sharing herbal medicine, natural medicine to as many as possible, because I know how much of a difference it can make to people's lives. So I'm not afraid of a good challenge. (laughs) You know, I believe that's part of why I'm here. But then it hit me, okay, fine. I see what they're doing. I see that all the good that can come from this. I also see a lot of the things that should be controlled probably in some way, shape or form. But let's do it. I'm happy to formulate and really do the very, my very best in formulation to help as many as possible. And that's how we enter 
of the CBD industry. That's great. And I love the the slight hesitation of getting involved yes. because I think there's so many so many people have gotten involved in, you know, cannabis and, and CBD without a whole lot of knowledge and without a whole lot of real kind of grounding in the space. I think it's just great that you've gotten into it from another industry that really kind of understands it, you know, holistically as, as one of many kind of products. Tell me a little bit about how cannabis, how CBD kind of fits into the, the spectrum of uh, plant-based options or plant-based tools that you have as an herbologist, how, do, how does it fit into that that kind of library or that that world of herbal medicine? What type of product is it or what, what type of herb is it and, and how does it how does it function, I guess, from a neurobiology point of view? Absolutely. I love that question. I speak on it often. And so what I've done is there is so much, you know, in herbal medicine, it's kind of known for true herbologists that, you know, we go to school, we study so many herbs and yeah. so much about each herb. You know, true herbologists have said can study one herb for their entire life. Yeah. That's how much goes into one herb, right? But then, of course, it goes on from there. True herbal medicine is also, and this is what I speak on a lot, is the integration of um, ingredients together, how to synergistically work together. And that is another reason why people came to us. So here we have this amazing ingredient. How do we put it into products? Mm -hmm. And so with the types of products that we use CBD in, we have from the beginning and we continue to, is everything from your supplements, your dietary supplements, which you ingest, Mm -hmm. and to topical. You know, we do a lot in skincare, luxury skincare. Uh, We do a lot. Uh, something very powerful from my lineage is uh, muscle and joint products. So yeah. certainly we try not to make too many claims, but yeah. you know, strengthening, you know, alleviating some discomfort, really powerful formulas. And clearly, you know, CBD hemp have a big part in that. So I like to break it down that CBD, cannabis, hemp, whatever, whichever word we choose, there is yeah. a difference. But, but principally, I like to say that there's three main functions, which you can clearly see when I'm finished, how it applies to all these different avenues. Number one is it's a very strong antioxidant. And that is a really important thing hearing about this all the time, the antioxidant functions. It's so important to incorporate antioxidants. And why is that, right? And so we know that it helps us fight free radicals in the in the environment around us and inside of our bodies. And what that means is, the way I like to put it, so long as we're human on this earth, no matter how incredibly well we take care of ourselves, whether we're eating wonderfully, you know, to the very healthy and balanced, we're working out, taking proper, you know, supplements, vitamins, herbs, we're still human. And that means that we cannot avoid toxins, pollution, radiation. It's just inevitable. You know, right? We put things into our body and we also have to be able to eliminate what we do not use. Yeah. Right. And so antioxidants help to protect us against all of the things that we can't avoid because we have to learn to balance with them. And that's Mm -hmm. the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. So that to me is one of the most important functions for CBD. Another really important one is it's an anti-inflammatory, very powerful anti-inflammatory herb. And so again, that can we can even begin to understand the benefits internally for you know calming inflammation so that all of our organs function properly. Sure. When it comes to skincare, that's a huge point. Again, for the same reason, we want our skin cells to function. I always say the key to health and beauty is making sure everything functions and flows. If you have function and flow of your organ systems, your circulation, basically mm-hmm. everything in your body, including you know the outside world, our relationships, that's the key, right? It's the optimal condition. And so that's the second point. Mm-hmm. And the third function that I love to call out about cannabis is that it is very nourishing, moisturizing, hydrating. So particularly when it comes to skincare, that's another very key property. Okay, for obvious reasons. And then just one step beyond that, then we start to take our other herbal ingredients as well as other powerful ingredients in our arsenal from the east, west, a good ingredient is a good ingredient. And mm-hmm. you combine them together with CBD, and that's how you create functional products. 
Got it. I guess, what do people get wrong about cannabis, about CBD in terms of what does it not do? I mean, there's all sorts of claims out there. People are selling it, you know, in all sorts of ways to, to address or to solve all sorts of problems. Where are we getting it wrong or where do you see people either making claims or, you know, making statements that really are not appropriate statements for cannabis or CBD products? I think that's a really wonderful question, Bruce. Maybe the way I would word it, certainly the way you worded it is not incorrect. Maybe the way I would <laughs> word, ahead, it, yeah. word it is um, not so much wrong, but they're just not as wholly educated about it, right? Correct. Completely educated like about it. Yes. And um, so let's put it this way. There's a lot of products out there that they call herbal, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always say with, with all due respect, anyone could put herbs in a formula and call herbal. But as I explained before, that's not an herbal product. That's not true herbal medicine. And it doesn't even have to do herbal. That can be a good formulation. That can be an anti-aging formula, you know, Mm -hmm. for skin. You can have amazing ingredients, but if you don't know how to combine those ingredients properly together, basically it doesn't get into your body and what good is it? I haven't even touched on people who make claims that aren't appropriate. That's that's another conversation maybe we can get to. (laughs) But, you know, it's not so simple as just throwing CBD into a product and then increasing all the milligrams. It becomes this battle, you know, 40,000 milligrams. Yeah, well, I was going to ask that. An exaggeration, right? But it's like, that's not true. That's not how the body works. You can have tons, whatever milligram you think is so wonderful. And all these companies get into this marketing basically game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how else to say it. A lot, some with good intention, you know, some with not so good intention. And that's the way everything works, let's be honest. Yep. But the reality is, you know, it's not always how much or greater quantity. It's what, what your body needs to use. You can have the best ingredient in the world. But again, if it can't get in, yeah. it won't do anything. And furthermore, sometimes what people don't understand, if you put excessive amount of any ingredient to your body and it's not eliminated properly, it kind of sits. I like this visual, right? It's Mm. Not so scientific, it can be more visual and common sense. Like if something sits, it becomes stagnant. Stagnant can become toxic to you, right? Even water, water, you drink too much water or if water sits for too long, all of a sudden this amazing, what we need to survive becomes something that's not so great for us. So, yeah. I guess what can consumers do in terms of you know, being able to identify, I mean, because I would say it's hard for it most hard. most people kind of, you know, they're interested in using some kind of CBD cannabis product. Like, how do I, how do I kind of evaluate the product choices in front of me? What, what are good indicators that something might be more, I mean, it's, it's tough to say whether it's true or not, you know, with, with, right, it doesn't right. really have the, the ingredients that it says it has in there, but assuming that it has the ingredients it's claiming to have, what am I looking for as a consumer in terms of, of a product that is going to be more beneficial or, or more likely to have the results that I want. Yes, I'm a strong believer on many levels that the most important thing we can do as as a, an individual, as a person, is to to educate, make ourselves aware. It is so empowering, mm-hmm. you know. But it takes work. That's the yeah. truth. Nothing, nothing in life, you know, nothing ex- exists without work on, on some way, shape, or form. Right? Let's just be, <laughs> yep. let's just put that out there. Yeah. And so we live in a time which I'm really happy about. It makes some people not so happy who aren't doing things correctly, but people who are are doing things correctly, myself definitely included in this in this kind of movement towards people having integrity and credibility and understanding of, of products. It's important to educate yourself, you know, and I do believe whether you think you are or not, just the mere state of our society and how every, our community right now, you constantly are becoming more educated. People are so much more aware. I mean, there's probably very few people who are interested in finding good products for themselves 
who are not familiar with the no parabens, for example, right? Mm-hmm. No phthalates, you know, artificial scents or artificial ingredients, synthetic. So you don't even know it yet, but you're already starting to educate yourself. And if you are going to put something inside of your body or topically, and remember your skin is your largest organ, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. hear it all the time. But if you really think about what that means, yeah. that's a pretty big deal, <laughs> you know? And so it really does come down to that, which is not the most simple answer. I wish I could just say one thing. Well, just do this. But the truth of the matter is it's a very dynamic process. Things that you can do to kind of help yourself along the way as you become more aware and educated about all the things that surround us is that is where I do feel like it's important to find certain companies, formulators, I'm not always, for example, myself as a formulator, I'm not always in the forefront mm-hmm. of these companies, you know what I mean? Because we kind of are in the background yeah. making formulas. Yeah. Um, certainly, we are also now coming to the forefront because there is a demand for that, and I yeah, don't sure. want to let anyone down. Yeah. But you kind of look at the companies, and you start to understand and trust who are the experts behind their formulation team. Do they understand about this, this ingredient? And it can get more black and white, particularly in the CBD industry. What kind of lab is manufacturing these products? What kind of testing are they doing? Yeah. You know, our labs, we have an FDA-registered lab where we create all of the dietary supplements that we create anything internal or ingestible OTC right mm-hmm. over the counter. Yeah. And then we also our topical lab because we have labs here in the United States, but we also have them in Europe for our European clients and mm-hmm. And people, you know, even when it comes to topical products, the skincare industry is not regulated very strictly, you know, and so you want to make sure that the products that you're getting are from labs being manufacturing under CGMP or current good manufacturing processes. They just find basically what all this means is labs have to follow certain protocols and there's no one particular body in the topical world that does this. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to do your own research. Got it. Yeah. Yes. What goes in, uh, I'm just kind of curious what goes into the formulations themselves. And we hear all this stuff about, uh, you know, the entourage effect and, you know, whether right. you're broad spectrum or full spectrum or, you know, right. CBD is, is one molecule. What are the things that, you know, from a consumer point of view, as we're kind of educating ourselves, the other things we're looking for or, or might want to consider in terms of, you know, whether it's the, the actual, you know, molecules or terpenes or, or other things that, that are going to be important to combine or non-cannabis, you know, herbs and things that need to be combined with this to create different effects. I mean, would give us a little bit of the options that are out there, what you're looking for, what you put together, why you put them together as a consumer is right. what we should be looking for. Give us a little bit of perspective there. Definitely. And and that is the perfect way of saying it. There is a perspective or there's different decisions and choices that have to yeah. be made, right? So we, we manufacture formulas, products using all the different types of CBD that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. full spectrum, bod spectrum, isolate. This is our reasoning, right? So if someone were to come up to me and ask me as an herbologist, Janelle, what's the best? Of course, I would agree, full spectrum, because of the understanding of the entourage effect, the synergism, which means that this this botanical, this herb came in this way. And and just like our each one of us has our own separate DNA, and that's what makes everything function and alive, that's exactly how you can look at CBD in, as a full spectrum CBD, right? And so there is a lot of benefit to that. Having said that, I suppose I should preface, we only work with CBD. We do not work with any THC mm-hmm. products whatsoever. But as we know, full spectrum, I can't imagine how much, I can't imagine, but but at this point in time, there are, maybe I shouldn't go ahead and make that statement, but people are much more aware and labs <laughs> yeah. do have to follow certain guidelines. Yeah. So it's a little a little better than 2012, let's yeah. say, right? Yeah. Where we were always handling ourselves correctly, but yes. you didn't know about everybody else. Correct. So full spectrum, definitely the benefits that you hear about, that is very accurate. That's not just with CBD, that's also with other herbal ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. And so different parts of the herb do different things, for example. And sometimes when you put 
all those constituents together, all those molecules together, it creates a whole other function. And that's what creates the greatest health benefit. Having said that, there are certainly times where, for example, if someone's getting drug tested, similar to if you eat a poppy seed muffin, yeah. you're going to be in big trouble if you go and take a drug test. Yeah. And how horrible of a situation would that be? Yeah. You know, and so that in that case, of course, then moving to um, a broad spectrum, of course, there's some controversy about that. But yeah. the idea of broad spectrum, you know, or isolate, mm-hmm. at least we're getting some of the benefits. Some is better than nothing. Yeah. And for me, that never makes me too uncomfortable because, as I've mentioned a few times now, and you kind of asked in your question, mm-hmm. we always formulate almost always with different herbal ingredients to help create that function. Yeah. And to me, kind of on that note, if I can jump forward a little bit, sure. when you think of entourage effect and that principle specifically with CBD I and, and synergism, those two concepts, mm-hmm. you can basically kind of take it from that microcosm out outwards to more of a, a macrocosm of that concept, which is that's kind of how herbal medicine works. The same understanding of why it's important to to have that full full spectrum CBD is kind of the same principle as whole formula, a proper formula, right? And so what that means is it's very important for a formulator to know what ingredients combine well together at what dosages you know, which, which, where did this herb come from? <laughs> yeah. What part of the, the world during what climate and season, you know, that's how deep it goes. And then that's how you really start to exponentiate the effects of all of the ingredients, including CBD. A lot of people come to us because they know that if you had a, just a CBD product out there, let's say a simple CBD MCT blend, and then you have one, for example, that we'll create with a CBD MCT with other herbal ingredients, mm-hmm. the benefits are really no comparison. And the interesting thing is when you have a proper herbal formula, it also enhances the benefits of the other herbs that it works with, including CBD, which is yeah. a really interesting point, right? So it makes it more bioavailable. Yeah. So that's kind of how that works. But I should say, actually, Bruce, one more thing, because I didn't mention isolate. <laughs> yeah. So it's an inter- one other kind of point of view that I think is interesting to people. Also, when it comes to formulation, like actual formulation, when we create a skincare product, you know, sometimes we have to use isolate because we can't use oil within a formula. It can be that black and white. Sure. You know, if yeah. we're trying to make a serum, we can't put a whole bunch of oil in, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. um, it'll throw off that product. So that's another. Yeah, it's, and it's fascinating the the kind of the different options, the sort of format or, or modalities that this, these products can come in. And then depending on the application and, and uh, you know, how people are going to use it, the choices that you have, and then, you know, how you kind of deal with it from a science point of view or from a formulation point of view. Yes, Tell me a little bit about your position on how, I mean, we're, we're kind of in this somewhat of a conundrum, I find, in the industry in that, you know, we're we're not really regulated yet. You know, there's talks about trying to get some of this stuff through a traditional FDA process, but, you right. know, it's challenging because that's, you know, kind of based on a single molecule yes. uh, research or, or validation process. And in so much of what we talk about in cannabis and CBD are, are these, you know, these entourage effects and multi-molecule combination effects. How, how, I guess, how do you see this playing out? out in terms of developing real kind of science and, you know, research-based claims around what it can do, what things can do and not do when we have this kind of complexity in the products we're dealing with. We can't, we can do some kind of single molecule research against things, but is that really how it's going to play out? And does that mean that that's how the formulations need to be? I mean, give me a sense of your take on how you see this potentially playing out from a FDA and be able to make claims around benefits and stuff of these products. Got it, Bruce. So I don't know if I'm going to answer your question exactly how you uh, <laughs> may have in mind. <laughs> that's fine. Go ahead. But I, I, will, I will say this. Do I know exactly what's going to happen? I don't think you expect me to, but the, but the yeah. answer is no, I don't. You yeah. know what I mean? And that is true. I think you said it really beautifully. Uh, I see time and time again 
this whole, we can really break it down to like East West, which yeah. first of all, and that, yeah. I don't, I know not everyone can see me and they, I think they would notice, <laughs> but I am, I said, I was born on this earth as a walking example of East and West, right? Mm-hmm. My father's Korean. My mother's American. I'm integrated to the, every bill, every way, shape or form yeah. you can possibly imagine. Yeah. And I'm a strong proponent, you know, time and time again, people will come to me because of the nature of my background, you know, Janelle, I can't stand Western, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. say, you know, and I say, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. You know, the whole point, like I said before, it's so important for us to empower ourselves, educate and become aware so we can use everything around us because that is the biggest benefit. Why would we ever cut anything off, right? And so when it comes to even understanding certain botanicals or herbs, it is a really important topic. And it's hard to say, honestly, which way it's going to go. It certainly has to be regulated. I could not agree more. It will protect, for example, our company making formulas for our amazing clients who care very deeply. We're very picky and we have the luxury of being picky of who we work with. You know, Um, not everyone does. So I'm grateful for that. And so I know that that all matters. And so for us, we're okay because we, all of our labs are properly registered, follow FDA guidelines, follow mm-hmm. CGMP guidelines. Like I said, I don't mean to repeat, but that all makes a difference because yeah. you don't know which way they're going to go. And on some very positive way, side of this is a lot of the people who are not doing things correctly, as they get more stringent, are going to have a hard time. They're not yeah. going to be in business anymore. But yeah. quite frankly, they shouldn't be in business anyways. <laughs> exactly. You know, as a doctor, it is my deepest wish and commitment to make sure that for my patients... And and to me, you know, my life went a totally different road at this point in my life. When I look back, when I first graduated from school or was going to graduate, I, I really thought I'd have clinics and treat patients. It was my favorite. You yeah. know, and life kept pushing me towards creating formulas basically for the outside world, mm-hmm. you know, not in clinic. And I fought it for a while. That's the truth. Yeah. And then one day I stopped and I thought to myself, you know what, Janelle, stop looking at it like that. Why can't you look at it like the world is your clinic? Yeah. Right. And so I know I'm kind of going around here, but I think that's a really important thing because as a doctor, my wish is for anyone in charge of making these decisions, that they look completely and wholly at that whatever ingredient, whether it be CBD or another incredible herbal ingredient that comes down the road, you know, truly understands that, what it does to the human body, and understands there's a difference of taking a synthetic version versus Mm, the natural version. There's a difference of taking specific compounds versus that part, whole herb, or part of the whole part of that herb, meaning like the tail or the head, that's how we talk about it, you know, of the ginseng root, for example. Mm -hmm. And I'll give an example in conclusion of this sentence. Sure. We have an amazing herbal ingredient in Chinese medicine, Eastern medicine, called ephedra, mahuang. And this is one of the most powerful ingredients for asthma for breathing problems, for children. (laughs) And uh, so many years ago, a company decided to use ephedra in a weight loss product. Did it work? Probably. It sold very well. I hear that it, that it worked well. Mm-hmm. But what a horrible use of that herb because they used it incorrectly and ended up hurting people because they took a constituent. It's no longer balanced, yeah. right? In nature, it's balanced a certain way. Equals entourage effect, equals synergism. They took out a certain component, concentrated it, <laughs> put it into a capsule, gave it a different purpose than what we as doctors of Eastern medicine used it as. And then the sad part is not only were people harmed by that product, we also lost the ability to use that herb. Because they took it away from us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, um, again, I did not answer your question directly, maybe, but but those are all the things I consider in this situation. Yeah, no, I think it's it, it's a good commentary on I think where we are as you know as an industry, and in that yes, on one hand we want to regulate, like we need to provide kind of health, safety, welfare of consumers, and making sure that we're putting out you know products that aren't going to hurt people. You know, on the other side, we would love to be able to make certain definitive claims on what can be used for what ailments, for what outcomes. And 
and but you know all of that is kind of a challenge and and I think you're right we're at some level we're kind of running into the friction or to a you know difference of opinion or a different of philosophy or approach between Eastern and Western medicine in terms of how we look at the products how we test the products how we validate the products and and I'm not sure how it's going to resolve either I just know that right. that is going to be an ongoing I think tension or an ongoing issue in the industry absolutely and maybe to make it to leave it on a lighter a more positive note mm-hmm. one thing I'm seeing more than I've ever seen in my entire life and I'm sure that this is for everyone who's paying attention I've never seen so much integration happen between different medical systems and it certainly is happening pretty soon my wish and what I'm I am seeing happening is that there's not going to be an option anymore because people again it goes back to our educating themselves becoming aware feeling the difference for themselves that's the number one thing right no matter what anyone says no matter how much I talk you know or try mm-hmm. to explain or anyone does my mentor always taught me you know, written words can lie spoken words can lie but your experience the result never lies mm. and that is where I always stand you yeah. know right there <laughs> yeah. and so but the beautiful part is right we look around us I know definitely here in California I know in New York and I'm sure all from east to west coast the integrative clinics are really starting to pop up and people are really looking at at, at all. And that is just a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, no positive force. Anything that you've seen in terms of how the kind of the regulation side of it or even kind of kind of the industry development side of it that you have seen that has been particularly positive or particularly kind of restrictive? I guess any anything that you you wish would change about how, you know, either the general cannabis or C B D specific market has kind of been playing out that you think would be done differently, could be done differently, or would be benefit from from doing it differently? Definitely. I'm sure I could think of more than this. <laughs> I kind of already touched on some of my thoughts of this question or this yeah. concept. Mm-hmm. But one other thing I have not mentioned that does cause some issues, and it's just uh, that the industry is moving so fast, again, goes to testing. So like the CBD testing, what is in here is so important that we have proper testing. Yeah. And we are very strict with that together with our clients on you know, how much CBD is in there, the quality of the CBD, if it is in fact you know, under the level of CBD product and is legal, basically. The issue is, is that the industry is moving so quickly. How can I say this? So testing labs still have a lot of work to do, CBD testing labs, <laughs> on, on finding different standards to properly test CBD, right? So for example, hmm, we'll have a tincture. Yeah. Okay, so there's standardized tests out there that are pretty accurate. I say pretty because you still see some crazy things happen. Uh, If you had a simple MCT CBD blend, right? Mm -hmm. But now you start incorporating other herbal ingredients, for example, or other ingredients out there. You know, for sleep, we start to put in L-theanine, for example, Mm -hmm. right? The tests can't test that properly yet. So what happens is the test is totally thrown off and it says, oh, no, you don't have, you only have this amount of CBD in or you have too much CBD. And then you take it to another test and the, all of the testing, the numbers change. Oh, <laughs> and it can get very frustrating. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And so it's, yeah. and the reason behind that is not that not, sometimes people are not doing it correctly and that's why this is so important. But for example, even for labs who are doing everything correctly, it's difficult because it's, but it's not really a mistake happening in formulation or the CBD oil is that the testing can't keep up. To me, I always say it's like DNA testing. You know, I, I have my own personal experience, right? I, I took a DNA test. I decided to do this. You know, mm-hmm. why not? And my one test came back and I almost had like a pre-midlife crisis oh, because there was no Korean on there. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? Like my whole my life, identity my life, is, life, is being right? thrown upside down. <laughs> yeah. One time my family were all sitting down and they looked at me like, are you okay, Janelle? I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, and I went and did my research and realized this particular test, which I had already done research, uh-huh. was so great at, at, you know, telling that you're different ethnicities, but that particular test did not have a very good Asian set. Oh, that's <laughs> right? funny. So yeah. I did another test and of course it came back. But yeah. I love that example because I feel like it really sizzles yeah. in what I'm talking about, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, I think that's a huge challenge. I mean, just as the industry, I mean, the industry is moving so quickly and a lot of these products are changing so quickly that I, I know testing is struggling at some extent to kind of keep up in creating right. highly reliable, repeatable, accurate you know, tests that can actually validate some of these things. So yeah, I think that's, right. that's definitely going to be, um, I mean, we've talked to a couple of testing companies and it, it's certainly on my list to talk to more just because it is such an important facet of things. A- anything else that you've kind of noticed or seen as the industry has developed that you kind of see kind of coming down the pike or, you know, over the next couple of years, you think it was going to be really influential in cannabis and CBD in terms of trends or things that you anticipate happening to the market? Absolutely. For us, my lab, that is, um, uh, and myself, these things we have done from the beginning because we've always known that they were important. And the things I speak of are basically, as I'm talking about, creating formulations. You know, at one point, a simple CBD tincture, you know, with nothing else in it was the hottest thing. But now what we see out there is, you know, like we talked about earlier, this they start to get in these marketing promotion battles, whether it be higher milligrams or what type of CBD, you know, which and all that, the type of CBD certainly matters, but you start to see it more of a marketing battle happening versus about the product. And so I have always said from the beginning, cannabis is one of, as I said, one of the 50 fundamental herbs of Chinese medicine. It is a very important, there's called a superior herb. Okay. And herbs are categorized in many different categories. A superior herb is one that is incredibly effective very potent and has little side effects when used properly, of course, mm-hmm. right? And that's a really special thing. Ginseng root is part of that, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And so although this herb has so many incredible functions, I think people are starting to see what we've kind of said from the beginning. When you're creating functional products, you kind of have to blend properly, that's the key here, different ingredients to kind of give what it is that you wish for, just as we're formulating any other ingredient. So when it comes to skincare, taking all that in. So no longer what I really see happening right now is, you know, in the beginning, the companies who were first and the biggest could break through with just CBD, you know, but from the beginning, like I said, the ones we worked with from the, we formulated properly to create products with, with purpose. And I definitely see it going in that direction. No, that's great. Janelle, this has been a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you, about JBK Wellness, what's the best way to get that information? Absolutely. So we have a website, www.jbkwellnesslabs.com. I also have my own website where I speak of Eastern medicine, but also Eastern philosophy. They go hand in hand. Mm. And that's my name, Janelle Kim, J-E-N-E-L-L-E-K-I-M.com. And then I'm really working hard to be on social media as much as possible. On Instagram, it's Dr. Janelle M. Kim. And I was one of the few people whose Facebook pages just magically disappeared, which was <laughs> really heartbreaking. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I put up a new page uh, just a couple days ago, uh-huh. and that's under Dr. Janelle Kim as well. And then soon enough, I will have a book coming out also focusing on the philosophical end of things that really ties everything yeah. ties everything in. So We'll set up another uh, episode to talk about that when that's released. Oh, I'd love I'm, that, I'm fascinated Thank about you. side of it. It's so much part of the cannabis space is, is the, oh, the thinking and the traditions and, and really the philosophy behind it. Um, I'll make sure I that all those that. links are in the show notes so people can click through and get those. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. Like I said, I always love talking to people who have a really deep, rich history and legacy and connection to the plant and, and to cannabis and to, to CBD. So this was a great conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Bruce. I I truly feel the same. You asked incredible questions and it was just wonderful speaking with you. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.